1: welcome to blakey's booth the number one cardiff city podcast brought to you by wales online
2: Hello and welcome to Blakey's Bootroom, the Cardiff City podcast from Wales Online, brought to you in association with Giovanni's. And we're now at an award-nominated podcast. Um, thank you to those who, uh, well, we put ourselves forward, but thank you to those who chose us to be shortlisted for um, a Welsh Media Award. And well done to Nathan Blake and Paul Abandonato. And um, Dominic as well. Well, it's a team effort. Is your, is your
0: brother coming today? He's my brother? Oh, I just with that clean oh, shave, those eyebrows Nathan all plucked
2: and haircut.
1: and the haircut—you <laughs> look, you look young, handsome, Dominic. Dominic looks about sixteen, yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't look, he? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to spruce up and see if I yeah. can
2: win this award. You know, you need you to look fantastic. Well, if you're up on
1: that stage, <laughs> uh, you know, there'll be an award for prepare a James our, Bond lookalike. Prepare well. our victory speech. No, uh, <laughs> no, nah, 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 hang on. Let's make it clear. No, We're we, we have been nominated. Won yet. So three. So very worthwhile. Three short shortlist. The others are justifiably there as well, and we're only there because
0: of our listeners.
1: Yeah, Remember we're delighted that. to be
0: there. So big be... thank you to the boys, the ladies, the children, everybody. who yeah. listens in.
2: It's been a, it's been a good year for Blakey's Boot Room, a good um, a good week or so, for and a great sexy. win. Let's uh, let's get on to Southampton. Yeah. Um, we'll obviously be talking later about the relegation picture uh, as a wider issue, but Nathan, um, late drama. Uh, that's yeah. such an important win in the in the context of things. Well, I think, I, I do you know,
0: sometimes like we spoke about Emiliano, and we spoke about you know sometimes things are just bigger than football. And I think the the off spin of that is the the boys seem to be in a a, a frame of mind which is up and above the normal. Now they're a very determined bunch anyway. And they often score late goals. You know, it's something that you can't aim at Cardiff City is that fitness. Oh, plenty in the last minute, yeah. They always go to the very end, right? I, I did hear Gabs and somebody else speaking a few weeks ago saying, oh, Cardiff's fitness and what And I thought, oh, what are you talking about? Because, you know, that's something, Gabs, that Cardiff this season and, and the Warnock have, have been fit and go to the very end in 96 ninety eight minute team like right, you know yeah so it's not a fitness thing, so that surprised me a little, but going back, I just thought that win had so much more significance than just a three points win you know it, it's almost like the two games the boys have said we're not losing this, come hell or high water doesn't matter what happens we are if we have to run through brick walls we're prepared to do it we're gonna do and they they just elevated their whole I don't know. The whole being is just elevated, seems to be to me. And um,
2: you use the word ga- "people." Use the word galvanised. That really does seem like like they have been galvanised. Whether it's it I think tragedy it's more or more than galvanised, I think. Yeah. It,
0: well, I think it's it's partly, you know, largely because of the tragedy. Because you know, you, you're feeling like you're doing it for someone more. It's it's bigger than just us and Cardiff City. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a, there's, there'll be a greater meaning to it at the end
2: yeah.
0: if Cardiff survive. You know what I mean? It, it, it'll all wrap up into this, you know, unprecedented story, really. You know what I mean? Situation that none of us want to be in, ever. I just think, you know, that performance against Southampton was just a wow. I was, I was in the garden. Yes, I was <laughs> in the garden, just potching around, doing some work, tidying up, had the radio on. 1 nil up, and was like saying to myself, I'm I, I starting to think this is it. And then obviously they score. You know, threw down a few bits and bobs in the garage. It was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I had a little pace up and down. I could hear the, the Southampton fans celebrating over the, the microphone as well. I thought, I'm oh, so lucky, so lucky. Then, of course, when the winner goes in, Kenneth, I just thought, wow, well, this you know, I was actually, I <laughs> had a little dance up in my garage, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Oh, little to few, a video, dropped that. a few booze, oh, if you'd seen the video, oh, mate, you would have thought,
2: really? Yeah. That would have yeah. gone viral. Oh, it would have,
0: but I, uh, fantastic, mate.
2: It feels like a good time to talk maybe about um, how you reacted, Paul, because you and I were at St. Mary's uh, covering the game. And to see your man, Zahor, pop up at a moment like that, I mean, you were digging me in the ribs when, he, when the, the fans were celebrating, trying not to go sli- slightly over the top in the press box. It was uh, it was a delightful moment, wasn't it?
1: It was. Well, obviously, we're in the press box. We can set the scene. We're in the press box. We're right in the middle of all the Southampton fans. Yeah. We're right in the middle of the Southampton fans. We're in the press box. You're meant to be neutral. But in the current climate, with what's happened with Salah with the way that club has unified and everything, you cannot help but get caught up in it. I'm a human being like anybody else, yeah? Mm -hmm. And although I retain my professional sort of neutrality, if you like, you can't help but get caught up in a a situation like that, particularly when it involves Kenzo or his corners. You both know I've batted for so long. Yeah, well... Um, And I just... You know, when, you know, it was Cardiff had won the game, it was snatched from them, and I suddenly had visions of actually getting a winner, Blakey. Mm. So Cardiff went up the other end. I know Neil won't wanted them to go, in, or somebody on the coaching, wanted them to go into the corner to waste time, but yeah. no, they got the ball in the box, got the break, Zahor scored, and I'm just conscious of I can't really shout too loud with all the sound fans, <laughs> around, I you know? think I would have lost but it. I, I, but I, I did I agree, and I turned to my, my left, it. and yeah. there's silence around me although I'm sort of Tom he's done it Tom he's done it get in there he's done it and then I just turned to my left and Rob Phillips was there at the BBC and he was high pitched I could see he was I thought if he's he's doing it I'm doing it as well
2: it was one of those moments wasn't it and the celebrations the reaction of the Cardiff fans 3,000 of them at St Mary's their reaction even when Bamba's Goal went in. I think yeah. he dived into the crowd. Some yeah. fans celebrated with him yeah. and broke, broke his, his glasses. glasses. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. And then at the end, I it was looking for it afterwards as well. Yeah, well I think Cardiff actually credited them, offered to pay for a, a new pair. I think so they got savers involved or yeah, something. Yeah, so that was yeah. uh, that was nice. But the scenes at the end, Blakey with the singing Salah's name, just the fans staying behind to sing. Well, they've
0: done it all season, Dom. It's like, and like I said, this the whole. Emilio situation has just—it's uh, just heightened everybody's senses, you know. Uh, it's almost like everyone understands that football is not a matter of life or death. Yeah, it, it's not. You know, it's not. It's important, but it's not that important. Do you know what I mean? And you know, I—I just—I just, I just may—I I could hear them singing over the the microphone. Hear the fans singing, like I said. It was just, it was just a, a great occasion. Even I'm not there, not being there, it was a great occasion. But can I just break down two things about the the goal? Yes. Uh, Who's Ken Kenneth, goal? Kenneth's yeah. goal. Two things, right? Two really significant things. I thought one was camaras's touch. Yeah. Right. A little foot on top of the ball whilst under pressure, set for a shot. Right. Kenneth's shot. Regardless whether it was not the cleanest drug or whatever. The most significant thing for me,
1: can you tell me, after he scores? When I'm back? I'm back. I'm back,
2: yeah. Which obviously right.
1: we're not aware of in the press spots because he's mouthed that to right. the fans. I'm that back, end. right? Yeah. That's telling me, yeah, I know I've been
0: somewhere, wherever he's been because I've said on the show previously, back to
2: the party, I, think I don't said, know
0: what yeah. to say now. You don't know where yeah. to go. You don't know what, what he's thinking, whatever. So, whether he's had injuries or this or that, I don't know. I don't know whether he's had a lack of confidence or whatever. But mouthing those words, I'm back, was really significant to me. Because I've been in situations where you've not scored for a few games. And, you know, the fans, that, to lose faith in you a bit. And that, under those circumstances, scoring at that time, you know, managers always say, oh, he needs one to bounce off his knee or his back backside, of his head yeah. or his backside. You know, sometimes you need, I always say, it's not a, you need a moment. Yeah? You need a moment. That is probably the most significant moment of this season. And he's right at the top of it. I expect from there, I expect kind It's it's not a, I want to do it for Emiliano, but it's, like I said again, It. it it alludes to the fact that, okay, football's not that serious. And whatever my confidence issue was, you know, I can get rid of that. I mean, that, was a, that was a, a small a, problem. There's in a, the, a bigger meaning here, things, Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to go, I'm just going to tell you what, whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to take the gloves off and I'm just going to go for it. And I, I loved that. I loved, when I seen him mouth that, I rewound it probably three times See, and thought, it just gave me a tingle.
1: See I'll say two things there. I mean, as you both know, I've I've batted the horse corner more than most, yeah, which is why I was particularly delighted to see him score. Yeah. But a are always that more than anyone. <laughs> but I, I think. but I I saw I spoke to Neil we spoke to Neil Walker afterwards and put it to him, right, can can kick on from here the way that you're describing Blakey mm. yeah? Mm. And I think it's fair to say, Tom, there was no more than qualified encouragement from, from Warnock, whose words were something along the lines of, well, he's got to get in the team first. Mm. I don't know if a statement of fact, but he wants to see a lot more. It's quite evident he wants to see a lot more still. What I will say is, if I've got a criticism of Neil Warnock, it's that his... I think his substitutions are too, re, too reactive rather than proactive as a general or a thumb Blakey. Mm. I think, you know, Dom and I predict what subs are going to take place every game, don't we? Yeah, and we say, do. Like, He'll come on for him, he'll come on for him, you know, right? But this time, he was absolutely proactive at nil-nil. He sent Zahor on. For Bobby Reid. For Bobby Reid. Now, when Bobby Reid was coming off, you know... You yeah, would you would think the natural the, the natural thing would be Camarasa would come on and play in that ten mm. role, but no, he sent Zahor on, he put he dropped Nias a bit deeper, he was excellent again, by the way, Blakey. Mm, was, yeah. yeah. And suddenly, do you know what? Just watching those two for the 10-15 minutes they had together on the field, you're seeing two with power, two with pace, mm. two with ability to run behind. Some of that
0: Southampton you know we're what? aware of and you know ready what,
1: for. Blakey? If I was the defender, I would not want to be playing against those two. Mm. Absolutely well, it was smart from five. Warnock
2: because Reed, as well as he as he, as he's been playing, it wasn't it didn't seem like the game for him. I think the yeah. three big centre backs from Southampton, Vestergaard, Bednarak and Stevens, were sort of bullying Reed out of the game a little bit. Mm. So to get someone on with a horse bulk and not not lose what Nias was offering, which was run down the channels, running behind, mm-hmm. and Nias we noticed as well, Paul. He was screaming at people to say, that's where I want the ball. Yeah. Play it there, I'll make mm. that run. Yeah. And that's something that Zahor doesn't really
1: do. Well, mm-hmm. well, Ken can do that, but Callum Patterson doesn't do that because he hasn't got the pace to
2: run in behind. And he hasn't yet. played that role as and much so, as he has. you know, mm.
1: the, the defenders were being... You, we could see it happening in front of us. He was am a real good defender saying, I want it down that channel. Mm. He was prepared to just music run to his socks, socks off. didn't one trust me. Mm. Yeah. That is music to the But there's no reason is. why Zahor can't do that as well. Zahor does do that. Yeah. But, but he, he just he, hasn't done it for a long time. He hasn't had the That's, confidence to know, do what
0: he has to do
2: shout the at promoted, uh, and The reason why
0: they got promoted and the reason why he had such a good season um, was because, well, he had a good, say, two seasons or a season and a half, does not he, uh, Kenneth? But it was because he is prepared to hold up the ball and, like we've said, stretch teams long. That's what he does. That's why Cardiff was so effective. That's why it's been very difficult to, uh, for them to be as effective Without someone who's going to stretch the team, exactly. now they've got Reed and Nias who's stretching, yeah. stretching. Yeah. And in Nias, the they've got a striker who can look after himself, is experienced, yeah. and can score goals and loves to run Like He was
1: doing such, you know, just doing classic centre forward play of just holding it up, getting nudge, winning the free kick, mm-hmm. the team cup come, regroups, yeah. comes up, moves up. The because they still instead, only had instead of it just coming back time. And they still time time only had
0: your present possession in the game, Cardiff. Mm you know and uh, you know you think well you just can't get it done off those sorts of numbers but you know clearly they did great spirit and you
2: know you can't be a late winner can you for for morale boosting for momentum I know it's a break now for Cardiff but they will take the confidence of that and their league position into the next two Mm. winnable home games absolutely
0: I looked at the games and I thought every day winnable and um, a special mention as well for my boy Mustafa Lion King, Pacuna, Sol. Oh, Sol! What a performance, mate! What well, I the I just, I, just love him, mate. I just love everything about him. That I've always said it since he came to the club. He is the driving force. I don't care what anyone says about captaincies, whatever, whatever. He is the club captain of Cardiff City. No, no, and his reaction afterwards after he scored, after Kenneth scored, even he is like, you know, right, you know, he's not, he's not on the, oh, well done, well done, he's like, like right, this is what we want from you, this is it, like, you know, I, I just love that, it just makes me want to grip my teeth to, and get in there, To you know? jump into the crowd the way he did, I mean, how often do you see that these days?
1: Well, it, to it's, leap but, over a
0: barrier. Can I say to you though, you know? Paul, that's one, people say the best thing about football, and I say scoring goals, 'Cause you know, when you score goals of that sort of importance yeah. I couldn't tell you what I'd done for about thirty seconds to a minute between scoring and like walking back to the halfway line.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I I there's a, a video clip of me when I was younger on YouTube and I, I seen it last year for the first time. And my favourite part is, when you score goals, is watching the Cardiff fans go nuts. To to be able to put that much energy, joy, love, everything, passion, all into one moment. Just for like that 20 seconds when they go yeah. wild. It's like they're all stood, and then you see them like move slightly because they think the ball's going in, so they're heading it or kicking it. And then it's just an eruption of absolute mayhem. I love that. I go and watch that all day.
1: And what made it different this time was, you know, very often Cardiff fans, you know, like at Newcastle, they're stuck up, you know, right at the top. Yeah. Or, or, or they're stuck in a corner yeah. or at Crystal Palace on the side of the... Bench. They're accessible, this not This time, yeah. if you imagine behind the goal, from where the one, the one goal pulse was, almost to the corner flag... That was full of Cardiff fans. So they were coming across halfway across the pitch, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And the goals were scored at that end. And, you know, the way soldier and, and of course they're quite close to the pitch there as well. It's just mm-hmm. a new stadium. And and the way that Unity spilled over in that moment. And it did when Ken scored as well. And yeah, it was huge. Unity. It, it was, was huge. just it was just uh, an extraordinary thing. I um Breaky, I did a um after the game, all the Sampton fans had disappeared. I was still in the press box area, and there was, I don't know, about a thousand of the Cardiff, of the 3,000 Cardiff fans left. And I took a quick video of yeah. them singing the Salah song. Yeah. And I put it out on Twitter. And within 40 hours, I had 160,000 views, Don. Mm. I was getting likes and retweets from people all over the, the world, world. Argentina, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. You can see how that Salah tragedy and Cardiff's dealing with it yeah. has just captured the you know just yeah. captured people everywhere not just here or yeah. in the UK i think i think i think i
0: think it's, I think it's the, the you look at the circumstances and you think like we've said i've said being a young man having children myself and having 20 year old kids myself you know it's beyond your thinking so when it happens i don't think anyone whether you're 16 or 60 you know, I don't think anyone can find it in themselves not to have a lot of empathy for that situation. Do you know what I mean? And right now, it seems like this—it's like a momentum thing that's growing. Do you know what I mean? It's like—it's like giving you added belief. It's if you believe in God and church, you think. Is this guy shouting down on us? Is this guy you know what I mean? It's, it's that sort of feeling, like a wave of emotion. Well certainly. They... I just I, I I just think it's superb, mate. I really
1: do. I Dom, love it that it's
0: over and above
1: football. Dom, can I just come back to you know, Blakey had mentioned Bamba earlier? I've gotta do a shout out for Manga, who another is another. We've said though that but he, he he was brilliant. I again, gave him one that, actually. Him, him the, and Bamba, mm, you know, it just looks healthy, yeah. so good. Peltier who and was uh, coming, for, coming for mate. a lot of criticism, yeah. right? Yeah. Excellent game. Joe Rowles coming for a yeah. lot of criticism. Yeah. Not least from yeah. a couple of people on this podcast. Yeah. Not not one um, not one person. Um yeah. excellent. Um Which Bennett, is a great team performance, wasn't it? Bennett had a really tough start. I thought again grew and grew. He's really growing into that role as left back, and this ridiculous suggestion Cunningham should play ahead of him, I think, has been well and truly buried now. Um I just think that 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 defense has always been. I know you say, well, they're not up to it at this level. Those defenders. That defense has always been the foundation on which all Warnock teams are built with yeah, hard work. Yeah. You add the sudden goal threat now that Nias Reed and hopefully Ken are offering, mm. and there there are genuine reasons for optimism. Yeah. I you've think. got to be careful though, Paul, because and, <laughs> and, and, what I did
0: when I did watch the game, um, I did I did see that. Cardiff would basically go into a back six, weren't they? Yeah,
1: because they, they, the, they do they that. Had, they, they do had, that on occasions. Um, so. Yeah,
0: Paltier Paltier so. would tuck right, It was a lot of occasions though, on what I've seen. Paltier mm. was tucking in as a right back uh, yeah. next to a right, like a, like another yeah. centre half. Yeah, Patterson was, was dropping, Patterson back. Was dropping and back, and, and the and same on the other, other and side, good and it, so. it worked, right? But I'm saying it's an all. There's a lot of possession to give away, and one once or twice what would happen? Because Paltier was tucked in too much, right? he would be the first man to go out and engage. Like Redmond, who was coming from the right-hand side, yeah. making a run across, he would go out and engage. Well, that should be your goodison go out and engage. right? Because then what happens mm-hmm. is they were still, even though you got a back six, they were still able to get in behind us and get crosses of the ball. So in all the euphoria about the great result and all that, still no, I, I, I still looked at it yeah. and it's still stuff that there's still things that we need to work on and make sure, right, make sure that doesn't happen. And they're only little, they're only little don't, pelts, don't, when you're tucked in and a back hits, if the midfielder runs a crop, mate, ask for one of the midfielders to go out and engage him, all right? Otherwise, once you go out, that kind of leaves Patterson in no man's land because he's wide, he's not tucked in, and it allows balls then to be played inside Patterson rather than outside Patterson. So, while we're all on a high about the result there still are things that from my perspective I would look at and still say right this needs adjusting that needs adjusting but a wow result mate
2: fantastic stuff fantastic and um, it's a bit of a shame that there's a break now really uh, with FA Cup action but Cardiff will obviously take that confidence with the relegation picture now slightly changed Uh, we're going to discuss that relegation battle after a short break Mm -hmm.
1: Subscribe to the Boot Room on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk.
2: What a set of results it was! And it seems, Nathan, like all the teams in the bottom half of the table, or bottom six, seven, apart from Fulham and Huddersfield, it will probably, can say safely, are probably cut adrift now. Mm. Everyone else seems to be getting good results, though. Newcastle really should have won against Wolves, I thought. that They were very unlucky at the last should minute. E- it should have it. Equaliser, yeah. well, wow, you should have put it somewhere. Um, Burnley got a great win, and Brighton seem to be getting sucked into the mix. Mm-hmm. How do you see the, the relegation battle as it is now? It's obviously one place that people are fighting to avoid.
0: Yeah, do you know the beauty of it, Dom, is we're not cut adrift, and we're not in the bottom three, and... I think most people, if you would have said the two teams, they would have said Cardiff and A, probably Huddersfield. Yeah, and then someone else. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't think Fulham would be where they are, although I thought their changes was a bit too much too soon, so there was (coughs) always the chance. But the fact that Cardiff aren't in that bottom three, and they're not just not in the bottom three, they're mixing it. Yeah, they haven't changed their style of play, right, and now they've got in the ass, they've got someone who's that workhorse that you need up front to stretch and run and stretch, which is only going to bold well for Cardiff. It's only going to give them more opportunities, more respite. Because when you've got someone who's running and stretching, you know, wins corners, wins throw-ins in the final third, and what have as a back four, you're able to get up, you're able to press the game. So, I don't think. Listen, if you said to me, right, nath pick, pick someone out of Southampton, Cardiff. Um, Brighton, Crystal Palace... Uh, mate, honestly... I, I, I just say I don't, I really, really don't know. But the fact that we're sat on... How many points now? 25. 25? No, there are people saying with doubt we get double figures. Again. Right? Double figures. And like I said, we got... What was it? 18 or 19 points from the first 17 games. And we basically Remember gave away the first five. five. Uh, yeah, it so get... it's like from 12 games. So like we said, if we can repeat anything like that, but the first five games pick up three or four points, we're in the mid-30s. When
2: we talk about um, empathy that people have for Cardiff and maybe the Pundits have had for Cardiff because I've noticed that in the wider press match of the day, Cardiff is starting to get a lot more praise from the Pundits who are starting to believe they can stay up. Absolutely. Like, I don't actually think that is that's just empathy and understanding of Cardiff's difficult situation. I actually think it's, it's footballing and they're seeing that Cardiff can Really upset the apple
0: cart. Well, what Cardiff haven't done, like I said, they haven't changed. They haven't tried to become something else. And like we said early on in the season, they have to do what they've done last season, but they have to do it better. Better, yeah. Right? And they're tighter, they're conceding less, they look like a better unit. I think the Morrison and Manga situation, I think it's something we all crying out for. And I think now you're seeing the best of that sort of partnership. I think that's really important. So, you know, there's so many there's so many ticks now. Gunnarsson, I think is playing really well. Etheridge is probably player of the season for me, along with uh, Bruno Manga. You know, Bobby Reed coming to form on top, Zaho back back on form, Nias. He's gonna get you goals and he's gonna, you know, like I say, run channels, work, 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 give you opportunities elsewhere. You know, you almost forget like Hoylett and Murphy. Oh, so there's three people left on the bench at the right. weekend:
2: Hoylett, Murphy, and Mendes Lang.
0: Right, the three wingers that we all say we need, we need, we need, we need. Yeah. But you know, Patterson gives you that work, that balance, that bite. You know, that aerial prowess. It's, it's. I just don't think certain teams have worked out the fact that Cardiff are still going to stick to what they do. <laughs> and, you know, try and do it better than what they were doing it. And it's taken time, but...
2: I think you know, in the fairness, way... they, have, they have developed a little bit, and players like Arta and Camarasa in the middle, Bobby Reid, the way you can pick the ball up in the pocket... They're better. But yeah, they, they, they've developed it. They've taken better. it on a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah not absolutely. They're, um, listen,
0: they're not, six, they're not 20 passes a goal.
2: They're never going to be. Yeah, yeah but don't get
0: it twisted. That set up by Kamarasa for Zahor. That's not, you know. I'm telling you, there's plenty of players above us in the league, in midfield, who wouldn't have set that ball up that way mm. and got that opportunity. And that's why I'm trying to emphasise it. It was a, th- it was only little, and it was a, more, but it was a thing of beauty. On
2: the other side of the coin is there's plenty of players who wouldn't have kept it alive with such sort of intensity and temerity like Callum Patterson did. Yeah, yeah. Heading it back into the yeah, mix yeah, and just yeah. keeping the ball alive because R to go for a shot to keep it alive Absolutely. in the setup. Absolutely. So. And I was
0: after Patterson had put in the average cross. Yeah. But he put it in, comes back up, bang, I'm it. straight back into it. And you know, you win the first, you win the second, you tend in the box. If you win the third, you tend to the score.
2: Yeah, well, it, it, it happened, and, and Paul's still smiling now from uh, just go. Just, 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 that out, there. Man, right? just <laughs> get that out Just get that out. I forgot about Patson heading it across. Yeah,
1: the terrific World Power. You're right. In terms of the relegation battle, um it was a bit of a dampener to learn that Burnley had beaten Brighton um as we were driving home. I think it was three wasn't one, it, wasn't it? Yeah, But, but, but that sucks, Brighton. A Brighton, are two points ahead of, Card- of Cardiff. lake okay. mm. so. Nobody's going to convince me Brighton are not in this mix at this moment mm-hmm. in time. They've mm-hmm. got I, to go
2: there away later you in the season. I keep hearing, you know,
1: from Palace and 13th, any of these teams could go, and that includes Cardiff, right? I keep hearing Palace have got Zaha, they're too good to go. Brighton have got too many good players, too good at home. Burnley finished 7th last season, they're too good to go. Mm-hmm. Newcastle have got Rafa, they're too good to go. Mm-hmm. Well, Cardiff have got unity, mm-hmm. you know, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've all got strength. They've got strength, they've got power, they've, they've all got, got unity. S- they've all they- got strength, they've all got weaknesses. And they've got and, a wily old manager too. Yeah, I, I think Huddersfield and Fulham will go. Those ones I've mentioned, plus Southampton, it's any one of them. And I do mean anyone. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Palace will get out of it. I'm not as convinced any of the others will get out of it. Well, Southampton got
0: the best running. Yeah. I had a look at this program about a month ago. Um, they did look that Sadam special and, yeah but like their last what? 10 games if you gave them I would take their last 10 games right. over anyone else in yeah. the bottom 4 or 5 yeah. Yeah. Cardiff
2: got a horrible April yeah they got at a at the really start of the really difficult that's, 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 that. it's got to be done for Cardiff really yeah. in the ne- next 5 well, they've 6 games they got to put Old Trafford as well then didn't they yeah, that's it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to have Quite to mean. win there to
0: stay up, would you? I, 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 wouldn't mind going out there to take a point to stay up, though. I, I would take that. It could I, be I'd possible. Yeah. But you know, do
1: you know, the great thing is that we're talking about this. We're, we're deep into February now. and Cardiff aren't even in the bottom three. No, and they don't. Do you yeah. know what though? They
0: really have been. They actually. don't look it's like they're going to fall into the, the bottom that's three. That's extraordinary. There's, there's a look, well, after that game Saturday, and after Brighton's defeat again. Once team's go in one direction yeah. and there's one or two teams coming in the other direction. Yeah. Right? And that is, psychologically, you're out of the bottom three, you know you're playing well, you know you've got a, you know, you've got a, a bunch of boys who will, you know, hot coals, brick walls, you name it, will do it. All right? That is more than, you know, a lot of teams. That, that sheer determination will carry you a long way. What Cardiff got to realistically get to, Blakey, points-wise? I would have said at the start of the season I was saying probably 32-33 I reckon realistically now it's going to be probably Southampton picking up Burnley picking up I reckon it's going to be 35-36
1: mm-hmm. I think it might have to be a bit more than that because Fulham and Huddersfield are just going to be so cut adrift but let's say for example it's 38 points yeah that, That's, oh you uh, said that would be yeah, okay well would, let's say, 30, be, yeah. let's say 38
2: Blakey, yeah. yeah so kind um, of on 25 so they need, yeah. need 13 points 13 points
1: that's not beyond them. From twelve games, that's three wins or th- or th- sort of three wins and, and four draws or four wins
2: and a draw. You mm. know,
1: I
0: I, I I think the, you know, the likes of what we got next, Watford, Watford and Everton, Everton yeah, a short space of Watford, time. Watford, uh, I think that'd be a real tricky game, but we're at home. Everton, will, you know, if you approach that game and say we're going to give you nothing. Right. isn't he
2: eligible for that game I don't know I... he won't be able to play against them though because it's his okay. bare own club so you probably that. have to seize a whore or maybe read okay. it on his own
0: but Everton are in a real struggle at the moment Wolves okay good season West Ham never sure but then you've got Brighton before you got Chelsea again so you've got one two three you've got five games there where you're more than capable of a win or two possibly even three right so that, that's how I look at it I look at it like you know can you get to 28 30 points by the end of that run of four next four or five games come on you most certainly can
2: it's just great that that's so possible even if you go okay. three draws in there it's yeah. so it's so doable Absolutely. and even if Cardiff don't do it they've pushed it almighty close they've done themselves real justice and there's there's no point talking like that and being resigned to it because they put themselves in a, re- a really good position to stay up and I'm sure Warnock will be absolutely gunning for it the way yeah. he's trying to prove people wrong this absolutely. season. Absolutely. I mean,
1: you mentioned the pundits, but that will apply to the other managers as well. You know, Cardiff, deep down, they won't say this publicly. Of course, they won't disrespect a fellow Premier League team. But they were all but Cardiff, banging on us.
2: Cardiff would have been Yeah, there's
0: bottom. your banker. Rock bottom. There's your second Cardiff,
1: banker. Field. just above yeah, yeah
2: But that's why I feel Cardiff and Warnock have got, I've got. have got more to win out of this situation really because really, they, they want to prove those pundits wrong nobody really expected Sean Dyche Rafa Benitez to be relegated this season oh. whereas everyone expected Neil Walden and Cardiff so Cardiff got so much to gain from proving everyone wrong I want the pundits know? Well, what, what do Moduina, that's probably the more funny. Judging by your 45 predictions, Blakey, you're that's not like speaking. To... I'm not a capitalist, I'm not a capitalist. i a
1: little bit below that, <laughs> I just felt here, uncomfortable with Blakey praising my appearance.
2: I thought it was, was your like, younger brother. I had to get an insult in. <laughs> well, let's have a short break then, and then we're really going to test Blakey's punditry knowledge with some Ask Blakey questions. Yeah.
1: You're listening to Blakey's Bootroom from Wales Online.
2: Right, Blakey. Questions pouring in as they usually are and one we've touched upon but I feel we should probably address in a little bit more detail from Kirk Tasker. Okay. I he could. says, do you see a place for Sean Morrison to get back into the side now? And if so, how would we get him back in?
0: Um, I think there's a place for him as a... Uh, in the in the squad but I I think I've been on record, I'd be hypocritical of me now to say I think he needs to come back in a centre half. Listen, if you're playing three centre halves, I think yeah, you can you can fit him in. If you're playing two, like I always say, I don't believe in sentiment when it comes to football. I believe in winning <coughs> games and I think the best way to win games is with Bamba and manga. I've I've said it since day dot, so you know, I can't change tact now. Even though Sean's captain, sometimes you have to accept that uh, you you're, you might be the sacrificial lamb.
2: You know, when you talk about the, the fact that Peltier is playing slightly narrower, and he has he hasn't really played as a genuine right back. Right back, as he's mm. sort of tucked in a bit. Mm. That's what Patson's that be playing a,
0: before Murphy, yeah. Patson's playing Hale, as it, a wing back type, right, Rather Neil than a right wing and relies on him, knows he will do the job, doesn't hope. He knows?
2: Is there a chance then that Morrison can come back in that way and he would be... As a right-back. Or, or Manga plays in that sort of narrow right-back role and Morrison plays in the middle and Peltier drops out?
0: Yeah, I just thought that that narrow right-back role was because you're playing a back four and then saying to your two wingers, you know, drop in. It's a hell of a shift for the wingers. But I still think there was work to do on it and I wouldn't want... Um, I don't think it's the way forward. I think away from home, if you're under pressure, it's something that teams naturally drop into that lower block. right? But what Cardiff done was drop into that lower block and bring their two wingers right in alongside their full backs. But it's not every day you're gonna get, you know, 14 opportunities against you and only get one goal. So in an, on another day, four goals go in, Cardiff are in deep water. Do you yeah, me? It, So it, you don't encourage that, Dom. It's do you not I mean? No, out, no, no. It's not something you start out doing and say, "Right, we've stumbled on a great system here," because you know there's too many good teams in this Premier League that if you give them that much possession, without actually counterattacking them and saying, "Right, our wingers are going to drop, drop back as fullbacks," yeah, you'll lose a lot more than you, you won't pick up as many points. You will do it here and there, but I, th- I felt it wasn't how they started. I felt it was just a natural progression that. You know, they've probably been told when the winners. If you needed, you gotta get and back And when the yeah. pressure increased, they probably. And felt. when the pressure increased, yeah, you know, and that's 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 team ethic, that's team spirit. I know I'm gonna go and help Peltz Yeah, Peltz is tucked right around, so I'm gonna come back and sit. No, know, I thought we know well, what
2: Pelty's going to do, don't we? Sort yeah, of his he's game just gonna, is, is, and he did going nail someone that. as well. Fantastic! I did yeah.
0: see a, see a few
1: people limping. It
2: was a classic Pelt tackle. I remember in the first yeah. half, wasn't it? <laughs> Went absolutely <laughs> through someone. I, yeah. I think
1: I think he will come back in though, Dom.
2: Do you? Yeah, I do. Will Morrison? Yeah, I think so. I think
1: you got it. I think it's a huge. It's a big gamble though. No, I know, but it's I, a huge gamble, mate. Nathan, I'm not saying it's the right thing. In fact, I think it would be the wrong thing to do. You know, like you. I'm a firm believer in the Manga-Bamba partnership mm. at this level, but I can just see him... I can't see.
0: I think bringing Morrison. I think, Mor- I think well. Morrison's injury has probably done Neil what he was probably wanting to blessing do, or knowing that he had to do. Right. Mm. I think, yeah, a bit of a blessing in disguise. It's not that Morrison isn't fit to play in this league or anything like that. I'm just saying the best partnership, in my opinion, would be those two. And I think Neil knows that that is the best partnership. You know, Manga can't move and play aggregate player of the year right back and then move into centre half, continue that sort of form, and then you say, right, how you got mate, that hat, as we always say, goalkeeper 2 centre half, centre mid, centre forward, that wins and loses leagues, games, whatever you want to put on it. And now Cardiff have average. Who I'm sure most Cardiff fans, the saves he's pulled off this year, you've got to start looking at him as a marshal, right? He's been up there, fantastic. Morrison played his part along with Bamba and Manga. Yeah, Gunnison, huge. Kamarasa played his part. Riles has played his part. Straight down. There's Kanata as well. Kanata's played his part. And now you've got, you know, a striker, which is where we've struggled most of the season so you've got a heart now that I wouldn't disrupt me I hope you're right I'm not convinced well no. along
2: those lines Blakey Emir Wynne-Jones right. um, is asking, Emir, he's how asking about how you fit in You fit in certain players who such as Camarasa, he's named who wasn't in the starting team at Southampton mm. how do you fit in Bakuna who I thought came on and did excellently mm-hmm. at Southampton Players we've already mentioned,
0: how do you fit Josh Murphy back into the team? Yeah, well you don't, uh, Don, what you do, you go with either the team that started or the team that finished, right, and that's that's how it works, you know, just because they won that game, you, you got Watford at home now, if they lose 3-0, what are, you gonna, what are we going to say, right, how do we get cooler out, how do we yes. get him out, I mean, you know, it doesn't work like that, you know what I mean, you've got, I always say horses of courses, you've got to be unpredictable, you can't be predictable in this league. Right. You've got to be able to throw curveballs at teams and different shapes, different systems. And players have got to know and understand that they need to be, you know, really, really intelligent and up to speed. You have with, an inner squad you that absolutely. you Absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, you're not going to play, for instance, you're not going to play, you know, uh, uh, someone who... Um, it's slow at right back. If you know they've got a lightning winger, if you've got a lightning right back who has played his fair share of games, you, 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 you take the horse for the course. Do you know what I mean? You would put in a lightning fullback to, up against, to go up against a lightning winger. It's as simple as that. So it's a mix and match situation. What I will say is the squad is better.
2: A lot deeper, isn't it? Yeah, it feels it feels like there's more options. Along those lines I've got a question. Go on, Paul, you ask yours and I'll I'll, No, it's not a question. Just
1: just to just to emphasize that point. When the team sheet came out about two o'clock, about two o'clock on Saturday, Mm. the bench had Zahor, Camarasa, Murphy, Hoyler, Mendes, Lang, plus Bakuna and Smithies. Mm. Blakey, I've never known a Cardiff bench as strong as that. Ever. Mm. Ever. Mm. ever
0: I did when I went up and see the judge one time and got <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah. next, 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 it's on. time for
2: another question <laughs> I think, I think yeah, it is um, this is a, a slightly tongue-in-cheek one for, I think from Rez Davis who's a oh, regular so he says who does Nathan think will finish below Cardiff this season Ful- Fulham Huddersfield and who else that's a little bit of conf- overconfidence uh, there from, uh, from Rez but if you had to say one team right now if you're right going to finish now, in that third relegation spot, who would you go for? Putting you on the spot here, Nathan.
0: I would go right now, I would probably go for the team that is sitting there right now
2: Southampton. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm. We'll have to see. Great questions, as always. Let's have another short break, and then Nathan will be back with his 45 predictions.
1: Got a question for Blakey? Tweet us at Cardiff City Live.
2: So forty-five is our new predictions game. This is your chance to win twenty-five thousand pounds. You can find the link to enter on the article of this podcast. Nathan, this week it's FA Cup action, so no Cardiff game. They twenty-five grand last year. Uh, last, last week, week no. You would have received. I would have given you a, a cheeky text to say you'd won if you'd won twenty-five thousand. Okay. Unfortunately, but here's the five games. Then uh, Nathan, FA Cup clashes, and then we'll talk a little bit after that about Cardiff's two upcoming games against Watford and Everton. So, the first one is a, a London derby in the FA Cup fifth round, Wimbledon Millwall.
0: Uh, so, they've won against
2: the Championship side.
0: At Wimbledon? Yes. Uh, God. They won last night as well, didn't they? Two historic yes, old it. clubs, isn't it? Wimbledon won last night, didn't they? Yeah. They've been school, struggling though, at home, haven't they? I'm going to go Millwall because I think they've
2: struggled at home. I'm going to go Millwall. Mm. Scoreline? You're
0: gonna
2: say that. 2-1. 2-1 Melbourne. here's one to uh, really test your credentials. Swansea against Brentford.
0: Oh gosh, that is a 50-50 game. Uh at Swansea.
2: Can you really say a Swansea win on uh, a Carter City podcast as
0: well? Uh, no, I not I to be fair, I think they go in they they're kind of inconsistent. And so are Brentford. Um but I probably would shade Brentford just. Right. No, I no, I, I actually really can't <laughs> give you a. Because Brentford 25, not playing. Cool Swansea on street. a better run than um, Brentford.
2: They're, bo- they're both inconsistent on so yeah, the yeah, table sides, yeah. aren't they, in the, in the Championship. Okay. I'll put it down for a draw.
0: Tosses are current. Brentford.
2: Brentford, score? score. 2 1. Brentford Here's one that might be easy to call despite your loyalties to one of the sides Newport against Manchester City
0: Newport 6,
2: Manchester (laughs) City Uh, nil
0: I'll go with Man City win I'll go with Man City win Man
2: City win, but how many goals are you giving them? Uh, To be honest with you
0: I think it'll be a bit of an exhibition this game I really do and that's no disrespect to the Port I think they've done fantastically well but you're dealing with an animal way up and above what you normally think, you know, where you play Tottenham and Leicester, you can get to the tackle, you're going to nick the ball. I'm telling you, against this team, it's different again. You know, this is like playing against an international team. So, you know, if Newport can get anything out of the game, they've done fantastic, but I, I can't see it. So, score?
2: F- 4-0. 4-0 City. mm Interesting game. This one, Bristol City Wolves. Bristol City, Bristol an, absolute, City. F- an absolute flyer. Yeah, Ashton Gate, they're an absolute flyer at the moment. The uh, seven side rivals.
0: I'm gonna go Wolves two 0 because I fancy Wolves for the FA Cup. They're one of my top three for it.
2: An interesting call. And Doncaster Crystal Palace is the final one.
0: Donny, Palace.
2: Donny, a decent at home, but I
0: go Palace because Palace always let me down, on not Well, they're
2: so, playing, playing the lower league team now, so you've got Yeah, I go chance. Palace
0: 2-0. Uh, 2-0 two nil.
2: Two nil Palace. So five aways, Nathan's called there, interestingly, so yeah. £25,000 worthy.
0: When you put it like that.
2: I can't, I can't argue with any of, your, um, any of your predictions, to be fair. Mm. Well, let's have a quick chat ahead of Cardiff's next two home games then. Um, you mentioned Watford... Yeah. Briefly before, and now you think it'll be a, a tough game, yeah. But is it one of those ones a bit like Bournemouth, a bit like Brighton at home, where Cardiff might just find a way against one of these? Well, teams? I think it's
0: one of them payback situations because they really gave Cardiff like they're probably the team this season, the one team, obviously not taking away the top four. They done the Cardiff like I haven't seen a team do that, they really. You know,
2: it was my least favourite game of yeah, the like absolutely it was cold, rainy yeah. and Watford. Watford Hammond, were brilliant yeah.
0: and Cardiff were really poor. So um, the run Cardiff are on at the moment, I think on Watford, they'll probably be still riding high from their weekend's result. But I, I fancy Cardiff to, um little payback here, I fancy, fancy Cardiff to... At least get a point at the game, if not a one 0 win.
2: You think from those two games, would Cardiff take four points now if you offered them? Yes, draw and a win. You wouldn't have
0: any hands left, Dom. No. Yeah, I'd I'd eat them as three? well. Three?
2: Would you take three from the two games?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If we're sat on, like I said, if we're sat on twenty-eight points in two or games more time. in four games' time, I think we I think psychologically, that is just. If the win, if you can get a win in the next two games, I think psychologically that just it's a turbo boost again. You, you you're starting to think we're almost at the magic 3-0. and no one thought. Probably the players thought they would struggle to get the thirty points, right? But you're on the cusp of it then. So for me, if they can get a win in the next two or three games, look out.
2: Yeah, I think three points in the next two games would be would be a good return, Paul. What, how do you see these next two? They're both losable games. You should probably say that as well, because these two are no slouches in the, in the middle of the table, are they?
1: No, Everton are in freefall though. Aren't they're they? struggling massively. You know, I, I, even, I even had somebody on to me saying that Everton could be relegated. They can't be, but they really are in freefall. Mm. You know, they're look at their players though, Paul. I don't think. Yeah, yeah,
0: but players without confidence, Dom, is you know, and Everton is probably. I would tell you now, it's probably the most difficult ground to play at home. Because their fans are fused, sure, right? Definitely. They have to deal with what goes on across the uh, the other side, with the Reds, right? Being the bigger club, Everton fans still remember the eighties when they were the biggest club, uh, or winning seventies, eighties when they were winning leagues and European trophies. Liverpool come along with that ridiculous run where they just cleaned up everybody for years and years and years. But Everton see themselves as an equivalent to Liverpool. They aren't, for me. I think Liverpool are the biggest club, but Everton fans, it's a very, very different whenever I played there, you know, if you get on top of Everton for the first in the first ten minutes their fans just switch.
1: Have, um have Cardiff
2: kind of had a home night game. This season. they had a Friday night game, but they haven't had a, Not a, a midweek, a, well, a, a midweek game. Friday. But these next yeah. two are both night games at home, which should be the atmosphere should be fantastic it's at Cardiff
1: Watford City. Stadium. What time is it for kickoff?
2: Well, it's on a Friday night because there's that egg shaped uh, game at the Millennium uh, Stadium. We had plenty of them
0: last season in Championship, Paul.
2: It's well, let's, let's go around the, uh, the table before we finish then. How many points will Cardiff get from these two games? Paul, I'll start with you. Ooh. How many points will they get? Oh, yes.
1: oh, That's a great That's question. Great question.
2: That's a great bear, in mind, bear in mind, I will be bringing you back up on this in a couple of weeks' time. I will get a
1: point against Everton.
2: So, what happens
1: in the Watford game? What happens in the Watford game? Cardiff don't do well on a Friday night, do they?
0: I'm going to go four points to his mind.
2: You're saying four points? Yeah, I they think, think? They'll, they'll, they'll draw against Watford and beat Everton. Interesting call. Cool. I'm going to say mine because Paul's taking it. I'm going to say three points. I mm. think that. I actually think they'll lose mm. to Watford. And beat Everton. And beat Everton, mm. yeah, because I think Watford are an improving side. Mm.
0: And Guilfi's got to come in. Here. That'll be a yeah. great day for Guilfi coming in. Get, he'll be getting a he, get, he won't get much stick, will he'll he? Be more than
2: Nathaniel <laughs> Klein got a couple of weeks ago yeah. when he came back to yeah. Cardiff after yeah. turning down a move. Yeah. Paul, finish with your prediction. No idea. Let's move on. Come on, Paul. you got to play the game,
0: man. The fans expect it. Come on. Come on. Uh, Chamon,
1: Chamon. Four points.
2: Four points, an optimistic finish to the podcast. Why not? Lovely stuff. Well, thank you both for your contributions today. Remember, head to at Cardiff City Live on Twitter to ask Nathan a question. Thanks for all those today. Of course, you can subscribe and listen on iTunes, Spotify, Wales Online or Acast. From the three of us.
0: Bluebirds.
2: Thanks for joining us and we'll we'll be back soon.